You're listening to a podcast brought to you by HOPES, the Huntington's Outreach Project for Education at Stanford. Huntington's disease like 2, HDL2. Huntington's disease, HD, has become widely recognized by both physicians and patients alike. However, patients occasionally go to the doctor with HD symptoms, and surprisingly, genetic tests show that they do not have the HD gene mutation. These patients may have what recent investigations have unveiled as a new class of Huntington disease-like HDL syndromes. There are four types of HDL syndromes, termed HDL1, HDL2, HDL3, and HDL4, and much like HD, they are extremely rare. Although HD primarily affects those of European descent, Huntington's disease-like 2, HDL2, has been found almost exclusively in people of African heritage, those who phenotypically show predominant African ancestry, or people of African descent, individuals that descend from an ancestor of African origin. Background and History of HDL2 in 2001, Dr. Russell Margolis' research team at the Johns Hopkins University School of Medicine discovered HDL2, an autosomal dominant neurological disorder that clinically and pathologically resembles HD. Its symptoms usually begin in midlife and are characterized by irregular, voluntary, and involuntary movements, psychiatric ailments, dementia, and an eventual progression to death. Over 25 HDL2 pedigrees have been identified thus far, all of which have definite or probable African ancestry. Like HD, which is a polyglutamine, CAG, expansion disease, HDL2 involves a trinucleotide repeat expansion caused by a chromosomal mutation in which the number of CAG slash CTG repeats is expanded in the JPH3 gene, which encodes the junctofilin 3 protein. Junctofilin 3 is a component of complexes that facilitate communication between the cell surface and ion channels necessary to cause cells to be activated and is primarily expressed in the brain. Repeat expansions range from 6 to 28 triplets in unaffected populations and range from 40 to 58 triplets in the affected population. Expansions of 40 repeats or more have been shown to cause the disease. The trinucleotide mutation originates in the CTG direction of DNA, which causes corresponding malfunctions when proteins and other structures are made from the encoded information. JPH3 is the only known gene that is associated with HDL2. Therefore, diagnosis requires molecular genetic testing on JPH3. 41 or more CTG trinucleotide repeats is considered sufficient diagnosis with HDL2. The normal full-length junctofilin 3 does not include exon 2A with the CTG-CAG repeat. The complete involvement in JPH3 in HDL2 pathogenesis remains unknown. The pathology of HDL2 manifests in striatal and cortical atrophy, as well as intranuclear protein aggregates, again showing similarities to HD. Another symptom shown in some patients is acanthocytosis, or shiny perturbances on red blood cells. The mechanism for HDL2 pathogenesis has not yet been determined, but there are some outstanding hypotheses being considered, which will be discussed below. Hypotheses for HDL2 pathogenesis as mentioned above, the mechanism of HDL2 pathogenesis is currently unknown. However, there are three pertinent hypotheses along these lines. Number one, polyamino acid toxicity. HDL2 has strong similarities to other diseases caused by abnormal polyglutamine, CAG expansion, such as midlife onset of symptoms, progressive neurodegeneration, disease onset threshold of about 40 triplets, length of expansion correlating to age onset, and protein aggregates. Due to these similarities, researchers initially speculated that HDL2 would fall into a category of a polyglutamine disorder. 
However, given that the mutation is in the CTG coding region of JPH3, the speculation is doubtful. The disease would need to originate in the corresponding CAG direction, which code for glutamine, in order to surely categorize HDL2 as a polyglutamine disease. Researchers indicate that it is possible that areas containing CAG repeats could be expressed in low levels. However, there is no evidence that indicates expression of a polyglutamine protein from HDL2. Even with this notion, protein aggregates still appear, leading scientists to question why. There are two possible explanations for this mysterious result. Firstly, the test could be marking other aggregates aside from polyglutamine. Secondly, there could be a peptide containing such low levels of polyglutamine that it is below detection in the HDL2 locus. Due to this uncertainty, researchers hypothesize that polyglutamine expression at best plays a contributing role to HDL2 pathogenesis and is unlikely in itself to fully explain HDL2 neurotoxicity. Alternatively, HDL2 neurotoxicity could arise from expression of long tracks of other amino acids, such as alanine or leucine. Expansions of these amino acids are also known to be toxic in cell cultures. Furthermore, there is at least one known neurodegenerative disease caused by polyalanine. Hypothesis number two, JPH3 loss of function. The second possibility is that the CAG CTG expansion mutation leads to a loss of JPH3 expression and consequently associated neuropathology due to its loss of function. At least a partial loss of expression in the JPH3 transcript and protein was detected by studying patients' brains. However, variability among the available brains makes this data difficult for researchers to interpret. Thus, the loss of JPH3 function is an unlikely explanation for HDL2 pathogenesis. However, it could contribute to neurotoxicity. Hypothesis number three, RNA gain of function and toxicity. In addition to HDL2, there are 11 known diseases caused by CAG CTG expansion. Eight of those diseases are thought to promote pathogenic polyglutamine expression. However, the remaining CAG CTG diseases have myotonic dystrophy type 1, DM1 disorder, which has a different physical appearance. DM1 is caused by a 3' untranslated CTG repeat expansion from 60 to 2,000 triplets in the DMPK gene. The CTG region of DNA is transcribed to CUG repeats in RNA. The RNA transcript with the CUG expansion is thought to be toxic to cells. Interestingly, the DM1 RNA foci greatly resembles foci that have been detected in HDL2 brains. It is unclear whether RNA foci are fundamental to the disease pathogenesis, however they do serve as markers for potentially toxic transcripts. These findings have led researchers to the hypothesis that at least a portion of the neuronal dysfunction and death in HDL2 may be derived from toxicity of the untranslated expanded CUG repeat. Clinical Presentation of HDL2 in the context of the clinical presentation of HD and HDL2, the two diseases cannot be distinguished. However, HDL2 patients tend to have more pronounced Parkinsonianism symptoms than in HD. Muscle weakness, lip and tongue biting, and seizures are generally not a part of the typical HDL2 clinical presentation. HDL2 has generally manifest in two types of ways, resembling one, juvenile onset HD, or Westphal variant, or two, typical late onset HD. The first HDL2 type typically correlates with longer CAG CTG repeat expansions than the second one. Type 1 accounts for more than half of the HDL2 cases outside of South Africa, and the initial reported case of HDL2 developed in the manner. In the type 1 cases, disease symptoms usually appear at 29 to 41 years of age. Neurological abnormalities could include Parkinsonianism, rigidity, bradykinesia, tremor, dysarthria, and hyperreflexia. 
Diminished coordination and weight loss are often observed, despite an increase in food intake. Individuals are often left in a bedridden, nonverbal state with significant dementia 10 to 15 years after disease onset. Dystonia and chorea occur in the majority of individuals, and dementia and psychiatric disturbances are prominent. The second type of HDL2 is more variable, but generally corresponds to the typical progression of HD, whereby the age of onset is generally in the 40s or beyond, and the disease progresses more slowly. The definition of the phenotypical presentation of HDL2 may expand as more individuals are diagnosed and identified. In this HDL2 type, chorea may be more prominent, while dystonia, bradykinesia, tremors, hyperreflexia, and dysarthria are less prominent. Neuroimaging Neuroimaging studies have consistently shown cortical and basal ganglia atrophy in individuals afflicted with HDL2. MRI images cannot be used to distinguish HD patients from HDL2 patients. The first patient family diagnosed with HDL2 showed mild frontal, temporal, mesial parietal, and occipital atrophy with severe atrophy of the caudate and putamen. Conclusions from the preliminary findings led researchers to conclude that HDL2 and HD cannot be distinguished pathologically or clinically. However, the occipital lobe and potentially the substantia nigra may be affected more in HDL2. Neuronal loss predominantly occurs in the striatum and cerebral cortex. A clear distinction in the neuropathology of HD as compared to HDL2 and the degree of correlation will emerge as more cases are identified and analyzed. Protein aggregates. Protein aggregates in HDL2 individuals have ranged from punctate to 5 micrometers in size. The frequency of aggregates does not appear to have any correlation with neuronal degeneration. Unlike HD, aggregates have not been found outside of the nucleus. However, in all cases, the aggregates were round or oval in shape, which characteristically resembles HD. Acanthocytosis Acanthocytosis has been identified in two unrelated families affected with HDL2. Researchers have concluded that the presence of acanthocytes in two unrelated pedigrees is unlikely coincidental. Acanthocytosis is a condition where red blood cells have many spiny, cytoplasmic projections and may be caused by the JPH3 mutation, which could disrupt red blood cell membranes. Although the significance of acanthocytosis is uncertain, it appears that it may be a variable feature of HDL2. Epidemiology and Association with African Ancestry HDL2 is very rare and thus far has been identified in about 1% of individuals with HDL disorders who tested negative for the HD mutation. There are 28 genetically documented cases of HDL2 in North America, and these arise from 12 different ancestries. For geographic reference, no cases have been identified in Japan, and there has been one pedigree detected in patients from Mexico. The data suggests a strong link between African ancestry and HDL2. HDL2 was first described in an African-American pedigree from the southeastern region of the United States. HDL2 has been found primarily in people with definite African ancestry. Even in cases where at first HDL2 individuals appear to have an ancestry other than African, some link to Africa has later been discovered. For example, in one case in Mexico, a family identified with HDL2 originated from a region that was previously colonized by Africans, which suggests a link to African ancestry. Furthermore, in a Brazilian pedigree HDL2 case where the person was presumed to be of European ancestry, a subsequent molecular analysis showed a haplotype containing an allele that has only been found in Africans. Given that JPH3 mutations may be a variable feature of HDL2, this case illustrates the importance of performing HDL2 analysis in HDL patients of ambiguous or mixed ethnic origin to account for the possibility of an indirect path to African ancestry.
The strong association with African ancestry suggests that HDL2 may have originated in Africa. In support of this, HDL2 was as common as HD in people of African descent in a South African population. Diagnosis slash testing. The diagnosis of HDL2 is typically suspected in individuals who present the general characteristics of HD, have a family history of an HDL disorder, but do not have the CAG repeat expansion mutation in the HD gene. To establish a diagnosis of HDL2, molecular genetic testing is required since clinical findings are not sufficient. PCR assay can determine the length of the CTG trinucleotide repeats in JPH3 with an accuracy of within 1 to 2 repeats. Evaluations following initial diagnosis. The following evaluations are recommended by researchers to establish the extent of HDL2 once one is diagnosed. 1. Neuroimaging. This excludes other lesions or conditions which may be causing or contributing to symptoms. 2. Standardized rating instruments, such as the United Huntington's Disease Rating Scale, UHDRS, or Quantitative Neurological Examination, QNE, for motor abnormalities, and the Mini Mental State Examination, MMSE, for cognition. Treatment and Prevention Like HD, there is currently no known treatment that stops or slows the progression of HDL2. Conclusion while HDL2 cannot yet be clinically or pathologically distinguished from HD, it is important to recognize it as a separate disease. Although the symptoms of HDL2 and HD may converge, they are caused by two different mutations on different genes. Even though HDL2 may be exclusively present in people of African ancestry, it is important to acknowledge the possibility that anyone with the clinical presentation of HD, familial history of an HDL disorder, and who tests negative for the HD mutation could potentially have HDL2. This point is especially relevant for people of mixed and or unknown heritage. Clinical diagnosis is insufficient to make such a diagnosis, given the uncanny similarity to HD. Therefore, genetic molecular testing is necessary to make a definitive diagnosis. For updates on research, potential drugs, and background information on Huntington's disease, visit our website at hopes.stanford.edu.